0: Preparations, everything.
1: Well, Failure to prepare a, is preparing to fail. Uh, it's right out of my, it's right out of my, one of my many creeds that I use in my life. Creed. Mate. Yeah. Do you write your creeds anywhere? No. Really? What are, What are some of your You're an inspirational quote kind of guy?
0: I don't mind. Yeah, oh, I have. Uh, in the man cave at home, um, the inside of the is painted in blackboard paint. I've never used ah, right. it for so much. right. So you can your kids doodle on it, do a lot of No, no. <laughs> Please, no. Don't you dare. Because the thing about blackboard paint is, it's, it looks great because it's a matte finish, and the idea yeah. is, you know, cool. You could write on or something. But blackboards don't look clean after they've been used once. Yeah. Even no. if you use a, you know, a wet cloth to, after a few goes, you can still yeah. see all
1: the all the rubbish. That was but one thing that bothered me at school all those years. Yeah, totally.
0: <laughs> um, it's funny though. Because I, So there is a quote written, or not quote, whatever you want to call it, on the back of my door, Yeah, and and it's from Mark Burris. Really? Yeah. From, Years uh, ago. Yellow Brick Road. Yeah. yeah. Is he still uh, with that company? Uh, or? He may still. He's
1: oh, yeah. still we're a squillionaire. Che- cheers, it? Mark. But um, mark, in, about,
0: in about three hours, my Yellow Brick Road has paid out. And we're, yeah, we're good luck banks. to you, Mark. There goes your trail. We've, we've switched <laughs> banks, ringing up and, and telling them I needed a discharge form. It was like cancelling Foxtel. Can oh. I ask why? No. Well, I've changed
1: <laughs> banks. It's done now. <laughs> it's like they're trying to convince yeah. me to keep of my course. package. And I'm like, dude, the the horse yeah, but, is bolted. Yeah, but no, but the package they're trying to c- protect is a, worth a lot more than a Foxtel account. I know. They're but trying the, to protect the home loan. But as I said to him, I yeah, said, mate, these questions would have been done. great six months ago
0: yeah, if you'd have rung me. We're done. But yeah. I've already been approved and signed the paperwork for another it's bank. It's like breaking up with the girlfriend in it. So I said sorry,
1: look, we're, we've we we've got to talk. We got It's over. Yeah, but we've I just We've got to move
0: on. I said, mate, I was very polite. You might be surprised. But I said, I said man, I appreciate that you've got a job to do and a script to read, but if you yeah. could ask me only the questions that are required for the submission of yeah. the dispersal form, that's move all this I along. want. Yep. Move it along. Okay. Anyway.
1: How, how do you respond to that? He went, was, pre- he, was he okay? He, he said, I understand. No right. problems. Okay. And I okay. felt like all the questions from then on were relevant to right. the dispersal So that's what they do, are they? read off as They've got a script and they've got yeah. to try to sort of convince you to stay. And yeah, exactly. I can remember someone telling me lies to stay with Foxtel. Oh, really? Foxtel now. Yeah. Tell me lies. Wow. About the league coverage, So I know? Foxtel now they've got ads in the in the um, in the uh, broadcast.
2: Yeah. And that's it. Was it's that just total, there just total
1: isn't. Total mate, BS, I don't know what that. you're talking about. Yeah. yeah.
0: But uh, I'm talking maybe. Uh, Jolly would remind me, but it's got to be five. So or what's the saying? You're going to tell I'll us what he said. I'll get to it. I'll yeah, get yeah. to it. um uh, it's, it's many years ago so it's, yeah. it's probably five years ago um, Burris was doing this he still I think he still does a podcast but it's kind of it got too formal it was a great podcast early on because it was just him chatting to people it yep. was pretty cool it was re- very relaxed where he went on and it, all, it just got too serious and yep. and uh, produced okay. anyway he would take emails from people and someone I actually think it is someone I know asked about you know changing careers and stuff and you know how hard yeah. it would be and all that kind of stuff and I remember he, he said this thing and this is what I wrote on the wall he said look I, I don't know you. I can't help you with your particular circumstance. But all I can tell you is that the best advice is prosecute with energy, the knowledge you have. Yeah. And I went, you know what? And this was it was do what you know. It was ba- it. You know, it would be five years ago because it, it was pretty much when I left SBS. Yeah. So I, I kind of needed that. I needed yeah, nice. that push. You know, prosecute with energy, the knowledge you have. And I'm like, that's that's what I do. I I, I know Good stuff for you. about this. That's what I'm going yeah. to keep doing. Uh, you know, it's that's, not like I look at it every day and go, wow. But I, yeah, I notice I, it regularly, you know. That's nice.
1: That's nice. I I, I like to think of one. <laughs> one of my favourites is about how when you in those times where you need to really dig in and produce under pressure. Yeah. And the, the my favourite saying is it takes pressure to make a diamond. Yeah. So under a, a diamond can only made under, under tremendous pressure. And that's kind of a, so, you know, you've got to dig deep.
0: On, so, you, you know, the... Tommy and Josh on the Daily Talk show in Melbourne, I listen a lot, and they, that comes up a bit, pressure makes diamonds, and Tommy says, as soon as Josh says pressure makes diamonds, Tommy says pressure will also crush you and kill you, so, well, so there is, there's, there's, there's always, an, that's a, that's the
1: downside, <laughs> that's right, well, <laughs> you've got you've got to be wary of those of those issues, right, of course,
0: there is, I will, just before we get into the show, because this is two blokes talking tech, where we actually normally talk tech, but we do gibber for a bit, thank you for listening, um, uh, there's one other inspirational quote in our house. It's on a small yeah. little board. It says, "No soup for you." <laughs> that's, yeah, right. That's it. That's that's what's in our house. So good, okay. good times. Anyway, uh, we're not here to talk inspirational quotes, though. I'm sure people do turn to us for inspiration. I hope so mm, at all times. I do hope so. We are here to do this.
2: Welcome to Two
1: Blokes Talking Tech.
0: Not a bad price. With
1: Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Thanks
0: to the good people at Netgear and Arlo, and we'll tell you about those great companies and the products they have in the minutes ahead as we progress through episode, Stephen, 480. 480. Of Two Blokes Talking Tech, just 20 weeks away from
1: hitting 500. 20 weeks. That'll be this year then, won't it? I feel like we're ma- yeah. Uh, so it'll be mm-hmm. that in twenty twenty. Yeah, that's right. What what week are we up to now? Week what ten? Week ten or twelve yeah. or something.
0: Well, we're, in, know, the, in, we're a, in April, mate. So January February, March. We'd be a, twelve a, or thirteen. Happy weeks birthday in. too, by the way. April Fool's Day. No, I'm just joking. I know your birthday's in December. I've got some pretty strong feelings feelings about April Fools' (laughs) right now. Did
1: you see? Well, did you see some of the releases that there were? Did you get any of those where the products? Some great ones this year. Okay,
0: here's my problem. Did you have any? I like. I don't. I don't remember seeing any because I haven't really looked at. I I remember. I remember a few. I'm going to mention some. But here's my problem: at least two things came out before April Fool's Day. So the first came out the day before. The first one yeah. was Volkswagen doing Volkswagen and they, they accidentally published the press release but the company <laughs> denied that it was an April Fool's. What? Yeah. And then, so it's like, you don't tell C- CNN that it's not an April Fool's when it is because then they had to admit <laughs> that it was. But yesterday, I got a text from someone saying, mate, can you find out if this is real or an April Fool's? And it was a trampoline.
1: Oh, that's the one, f- it? Yeah, the, the one. Have seen Yeah, the anti-gravity anti one. Now, oh, I no, mate, I
0: you could tell
1: that was a bloody no
0: April Fool's day. A, Come no, on! But here is the thing: the, they did a good video. They had a video. They had a whole website. website yeah, it no, was all there.
2: Pre-orders, right?
0: uh, but it was put on Facebook two days. So on the you know thirtieth of March, it was put yeah. on Twitter. Yeah, that's not how April Fools works. It should
1: be the first uh,
0: right. So on I the day. rang the company because I needed <laughs> to check. Right? I am like, I am not. So I am not even. Yeah, you didn't talk. know that was an April Fool's joke. It trip. was clearly, but it, well, it could have just been some dimwit entrepreneur who thought that he could no. do it right. No. And, and the fact is, it's not April Fool's, right? So you, you've got to check these things before <laughs> April 1. Yeah. So I rang in that long queue in the customer service support, and then I said... Oh, I'm, so you're
1: on hold. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then and then they go, is this about the Volley Air? And I went, yes. She goes, you need to email marketing it. And I so I emailed them, and yeah. they... So I emailed, and then, you know, my phone rang. I was picking the kids up from school. My phone rang. It was Max Markson, and I've yeah, got his number. His and captain, I just yeah. went, oh, rightio. Yeah. I answered the phone. I said, Max, if the, if you're behind this... Yeah, it was goose. from him.
1: I got an email from him
0: about it. I didn't get an announcement about it. I just, I, I got just, it from him. S- yeah, someone, Max marks Someone told me about it. Yeah. I've, I've blocked Shout him, out to Max, honest. by the way. No, I've blocked him. Uh, <laughs> <he's>, <laughs> there's, there's not a single release he sent that I need, so yeah, it's, it's, it's just not required for me. But the, my point is, April Fools. You meant to announce them today on April first. Yeah, I agree. Don't I you agree. reckon?
2: Yeah, I agree. The, so if you're going one... to announce
0: a trampoline, it's a cool thing to announce
1: this morning. It's fun. You announce yeah. it outside of that. Yeah. It's confusing. The other one I liked was the um, the Kobo, the Kobo Papier, papier uh, Cologne Spray. So, you know, the Kobo make the digital readers mm. and they had a spray to spray on your re- reader to give it the smell of, of paper, of a book, you know, new book mm-hmm. smell. Okay. That was pretty clever, yep. I Did okay. you like that one? It's all right. Was it with any others that you saw? Or uh, oh, I, The other one was the Contiki Tours, uh, partnering with Branson to have 18 to 35 discounted space travel. <laughs> that was that was the other one that I saw. That was pretty cool.
0: Any others that you saw? Or? No, mate. I haven't paid any attention. I've yeah, they're, they're
1: not bad ones. Pretty much. Yeah.
0: yeah. No, that's a hard no for me.
1: But there, there was. A, I think um, uh, there was a few years ago. I'm trying to think. Google normally has an April Fool's. Mm. I remember a couple of years ago, Google had one where they're going to use the um, your plumbing in your house to improve your Wi-Fi. It was like toilet, toilet Wi-Fi or something. They called it. It was uh, pretty silly. Uh, it stood out as an April Fool's joke. but So
0: just because it's relevant, I've just yeah. got a text from Jackson. Yeah. And it says, bring it up with Stephen when you next see him. What's that? Have you seen this from Fox League?
1: Break it, it out. Adam Reynolds joins... <laughs> come on. <laughs> on season long loan. Adam Reynolds joins oh. the Roosters on season long loan. That's a solid April Fool's joke. That's pretty Because their halfbacks are injured now. Kerry's yeah. injured. I don't know. That's pretty funny. Yeah. I wouldn't have believed that for a second. <laughs> wow. Anyway. Um, that's, a, that's not an April Fool's joke. That's an offence. That's offensive. <laughs> <Did> <laughs> they even suggest that. Anyway, <laughs> we'll talk about our Sydney, South Sydney Rabbitohs and Roosters rivalry later.
0: Anyway, um, so uh, let's talk tech. And the biggest story of the week from Apple, uh, although there's a couple of stories we'll get into, is Worldwide Developers Conference and the announcement that it will go ahead once again, but it will once again be virtual. Now, two in a row. I don't think that's breaking news. I think that's obvious, but two in a row, I think, is a... And I don't know. We would have to go back and listen, but there's no way we
1: expected the dub dub would be two years in a row. No, virtually. not at all. No one. A year ago, we were hopeful that we'd be back there. right eh, next year. So this year. Yeah. So in 2020, we thought no, June 2021, we'll be right. We'll be there. So and I think
0: I think the progression was in March 2020, we thought. You certainly thought by July we'd be traveling. <laughs> I thought maybe later in the year. No, and then you, as you it were progressed, more, you were more realistic. But as it progressed, I stretched out further. As did you. We, yeah. We, you know, as it no, but
1: early on, I'm thinking, mate, in three months we're on plays. But you will say, mate, before the end, we won't fly up till the end of the year, and you're right. Mm. One of the rare things you've got right on the show, I'll admit. But um, is uh, are you before we talk more WWDC, Are you thinking I'm ho- holding out hope that my first hour first international tech trip will be CES 22. Do you reckon that's a realistic approach? Realistic uh, expectation? January 2022, back in the US? I don't know. That's, 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 what's that,
0: eight months away? It's eight months away. Oh, Look, I do, that is my thought. That is my current thought and plan. Mm. I don't believe it will be a normal CES. Oh, will so, so different. Yeah. I don't imagine that I'll do the kind of coverage I normally do. I don't think the team yeah. will be like it is. Um mm. I think it'll be vaccine related and all those different oh, yeah. things. Oh, you have
1: to have va- vaccine pass in your passport. And, and we
0: vaccines. are starting to learn so we know now now know broadly and I only I'm not a doctor so don't quote me but we now know broadly that the Pfizer vaccine is actually very um very good at stopping infection, not just um yeah. the effects but infection. So right. that's that's a huge deal. So you so you if you it.
1: if you have the co- the Pfizer vaccine you become even if you've got it, you're They're less essentially infectious. Essentially immune. You're less infectious. Yeah, then.
0: it's it's not even. Oh, so you can't catch it again. Yeah, you mate. can't catch it. Right. Like but that's but, but, so the AstraZeneca is more. Well, that the, the same data doesn't exist
1: yet for right. AstraZeneca. Okay. That's all. So th- yeah. there's there's a lot lot to do yet on that. Um. Well, well, it, look, it's obviously Apple couldn't couldn't pull that together. It's it's two months away, June. Like we were talking, just, it's, it's too soon. They've ri- they would
0: have written they would have written off by now the iPhone as well. Oh, you reckon the iPhone event? Yeah. Right, yeah, because no too doubt. much planning goes.
1: Months of planning. Too goes much. The
0: there's too much changes, and you can see, like, just by Australia's you know reaction to a couple of cases in Brisbane, you can see how volatile it is. <laughs> yeah. And there's no way that
1: they want to be involved in that. Bad risk luck and that kind of stuff. Bad cycle, luck right? if you're going to Byron Bay this Easter weekend, eh? That's, I mean, that's shut down, and the yeah. Blues festivals off as well. It's just crazy. So yeah, <coughs> yeah. I, I
0: at this point still hold out hope that we'll get to CES. Yeah, but um but it won't be the same
1: event and I'll be vastly reduced wouldn't it be just I just can't imagine how
0: they'll yeah. have the same number of everything. Like yeah. the whole thing has to be smaller and then It'll be paired that back. then ask the question is it viable in that yeah, sense. Yeah, of course. But for to me hold, to hold an event that large, hey, you need a lot of people there, of course. Yeah. And for me, the viability of that event Requires the physical presence, and that was my feedback yeah. to them on the survey. Yeah. Was that the virtual event was horrible? Um, it just—I yeah. had to be honest. It
1: just didn't work. Yeah. Well, the, the the companies had their individual press conferences, and they were streamed, and that was okay. And they got the they got big, the point across. They had they achieved their for objectives. Fine that's right. But it's—I think those little companies that you find in the halls that they—they're the ones who missed out. Like Unveiled was a missed opportunity. The, the, that <clears> that that I think that's one of the highlights of the show for me is Unveiled, yeah. which is amazing. But um,
0: yeah, I. Um, I still think it's possible to, to do it, um, but that's a whole other world. But anyway, um, <coughs> Dub Dub being virtual, there's a couple of things about this, mate. Honestly, what's wrong with Dub Dub as a virtual event?
1: See, well, for nothing. The, no, so, well, so for us, well, it's, um, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's.
0: But see, where it's wrong to think about us because we're just a, a side event for Dub yeah. Dub. Where we're just there to report it. So yeah, the. It's it's I think it's better because I get to see the briefing in, in my own time and yep. watch the watch the event, the keynote. We have the meetings that we would normally have on the ground we have virtually and they're easier to structure because you don't have to go from place to place. So I find it better. But yep. and for developers, yeah. hey, everyone can go. Yep. Um it's open to it's all free, developers, yeah, not five thousand well. of them. Yeah. Um the only thing I worked this out during the week, the only thing developers miss out on the
1: is jacket. the jacket. <laughs> yeah, not the same thing. <laughs> the outerwear, and, but that is—that's yeah. a big deal for for definitely you know, want to have mate. that. And the, and the pins, these have the pins too,
0: and that. a bunch of yeah. Develop- well, the developer a- nerds, yeah. Well, I think that's intro- the highlight of their year. They're introverts most likely, yes. so for them to so
1: get out much to be in a in a group of like-minded people is their <laughs> yeah. most social experience. So, but you know what? There's nothing beats. I had this conversation with Peter Overton on my Tech Guide podcast, mm. and I said to him. All these interviews you've had some great interviews over Zoom and all this stuff you do now. I said, "Are you is it are you ever going to go back to being in person with people?" He goes, "Look, nothing beats human interaction." And he asked that he mentioned um, what's his name, Joyce, the boss of Qantas, said the same thing. He goes, "Peter, people like interacting with other people in person. It's our mm. nature." So I think for WWDC with the developers. That is, I reckon that would be the highlight of their calendar because they're mixing with these people who but are from other
0: countries, I guess, similar interests. My point is the overhead cost of having the online uh, version is p- minuscule compared yeah. to the cost of the event. So I would imagine that Dub Dub 2022 mm. is an in person event for 3000 or 2000 because it's socially distanced or whatever, still yeah. maybe. Yeah. With a full virtual component. Yeah, for sure.
1: Why I not? Think, I think there was already a virtual component anyway. You could do yeah, but some stuff online. Not to the scale It, it wasn't now. to the scale it is yeah, now, and that's it, why it's I so agree. great. It'll They'll maintain that, for sure. You don't want to t- give people less. But um, it, it does, though pl- – we're not talking hardware here. We're talking mm. software. There, so, there are some hardware announcements. It wasn't last year, but we, we are talking a software-related event. So it really – being online is actually – it plays into that. That yeah. it's 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 all about software, which anyway. is which goes
0: back to our point about phones. We've talked about in previous weeks where the the phone and iPad, and other events will always go back to being physical in some way, shape, yeah. or form because that, that ability to get hands on get is yeah.
1: is a big part of the hype. Absolutely, big part of the vibe of it. Uh, totally, yeah, and that's that's good content for us. And when we're there, uh, that's that's sort of that, that's uh, good content for us to create because we're on the ground. It, mm. It's really uh, it stands us out from from other. From other people who are not there, yeah, we we got that advantage. It gives us a lot of credibility.
0: Um, so I think it's good. Uh, I I think it's only, it's 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 expected.
1: So it's, up at four a.m. was it three a.m. whatever some time it is.
0: some ungodly bloody hour, you know. But yeah,
1: that's all right. I don't, I don't mind that. But that's a good thing of being there. You don't have to get up in the middle of the night. You're there. You're in yeah. the zone,
0: oh, mate. I would get up in the morning and have the virtual uh, keynote, and then have the virtual briefings. Yeah. Every day of the week before going. Really? Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Don't have to queue up for the event. You, don't to, you don't have to fly there either. I can, I can report. You don't miss that though? I really miss that part of it, of getting on a plane and going on oh, a no, country. I, I hey, miss that. Don't get me wrong. I'm utterly, I miss being in America. Yeah, I miss, I miss yeah. travel. I miss shopping in America. I don't. Yeah. Because like, my wife normally expects some things from Sephora and uh, they can't buy in Australia. So no Even me, I buy my running shoes when I'm over there. I've not I've had to had to pay full freight in Australia <laughs> for my runners. Or, poor dear. We'll be talking about a pair that we did get um, yeah. gratis. but um, uh,
0: uh, yeah, I don't know. I think Dub Dub is, of all the Apple events, Dub Dub's yeah. the one that sits at the lowest for me in terms of priority really? to be there. Okay. Um, yeah. Because... Yeah, but it doesn't. Do you have do the a cross normally hype. from that? Yeah. Do you do a cross? Yeah, yeah, I've done cross from there too. It doesn't normally yeah. have the same hype as an Apple event of in course, terms of the yeah. amount of, of coverage course. it can get. Yeah, um, and you know the way. And again, it's just it's inside baseball for us, but. The ability to report on a keynote is so much easier at your desktop computer than sitting in a theatre with yeah. no arm room and, and try to try to get struggling your internet. Written. Yeah, yeah, you know, getting a yeah. screenshot from a keynote is much easier than taking a photo, downloading the photo yeah, onto your true, computer, true. and uploading the photo to, to yeah. your, your website. Big, that's that's yeah. why it's it's a strange, yeah, uh, quandary. Yeah, I
1: understand. And imagine the money there. All these companies must be saving a ton of money. Yeah. Or of not having the like Samsung have it at the the two last two or their last major event, two events have been virtual. Right. It's Apple's last year has been virtual. So they'd have a bit of money left over, I think. You would assume. They go to employee bonuses and stuff. Or what happens so. there? Because like, that's the question. I think we've asked this before. What happens in a year and two years? Do the, do the companies realize that, you know what, we can get this, just the same reception, the same coverage, the same feeling of Mm. having a virtual event than going to the trouble and spending money.
0: I'd love to know what the audience thinks here because when I talk to Stig about this, and again he's uh, uh, what do you call it, Um, favoured by the fact that he loves travelling as well Um, he doesn't think they get the same coverage out of these these virtual things. I reckon
1: there's a bit more prestige at at an event if you're at your your For the average Joe
0: listening who's interested in smartphones, computers, whatever
1: are you seeing less coverage because the events are virtual? I don't think so. No, you're not and and I think, but it's only the companies like yeah. You know, let's talk Apple and Samsung here. They're the two main companies that are getting that can make the news. They can make the whether news it's virtual or in person. Yeah. Whether it's virtual or in person, they're making the evening news on their announcements. iPhone announcement. Samsung have been on the news. Yeah, you know, so they uh, they they're, they're flying. But these other companies that are trying to get that that same sort of attention, are they? What, what's the story there? It's it's going to be really interesting how this pans out in the in the year or two ahead. Whether we look, I, I don't expect travel to return to its normal normal way, like the, the amount of trips Ever. we do. I don't, well, tech trips, yep. I don't expect that to return to the full level yep. that it was. I agree. Like at its height, we were traveling like 14 times a year. Mm. You do as well, probably more. Yeah.
0: Though, the, my now, height was 2019, I think it was, or 2018. Yep. I did like 72
1: flights. Wow. And that's like domestic and international yeah. flights. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the, I, mate, I, I never kept count, but it was, uh, there'd be trips offered I, I'd knock back more trips than I went on as you, as would you oh, yeah, as mate. would you yeah now I think what I like though is that events are starting to come back we're st- I've been to a few events recently I know you don't you don't like people mate so you don't go to these events but uh, it's good that, that we're coming out again and we're, we're getting back together and fin fin person so whether travel follows I don't know but mm. in this case dub dub DC we've got to watch it from the sidelines from our yep. computers. At Early home. June, as always. Um, yeah. So June, what's it? June 8, 8 to, it is. June eight to twelve. Yeah. yeah so there'll be the traditional keynote. So That'll Tim Cook will introduce in it. Time, yep. Yeah. Kim Tim Cook will get up and introduce it from there from Apple uh, Park. But, probably. Uh, but
0: remember, too, the keynote now is not a keynote. It's a present. It's a video presentation. And frankly, yeah. it was, it was remarkably more slick oh, and thorough. Exactly. Even though the, the Apple's keynotes were the most slick of all, of ever. course. Yeah. But. This yeah. video production means oh, it's that it's just so perfectly condensed. They're yeah. no, already working on it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, amazing.
1: What do you but expect it, from iOS fifteen?
2: Uh, oh, incremental I has yeah. to be
1: incremental. I can't, I, I can't see there being a real design shift. I don't think they're going to change the look of it much. Mm. Um, Fourteen was a big leap with widgets and stuff. Yeah, that was. I reckon that yeah, it'll be more of a smaller smaller update. I'm expecting more. There'll be more changes on the Mac side on the yeah, Mac right. OS. To be more iOS like, I reckon that they're getting they're creeping ever, ever closer. Together. But I think
0: likewise, I think the iPad OS will move towards more macOS. I think there'll be this yeah, but this they're shift. sort of they're
1: all meeting in the middle. I reckon yeah. there's sort of there there's a convergence there that that it's becoming like well, that's what I noticed about Big Sur. It's more uh, iOS like than, uh, than any other system before. It's becoming they're sharing features and becoming and that makes sense because you want you want there's some that, that kind of synergy to be between these products. Hmm. So not too much difference. Um, watch OS, I don't know. What, what, like it's what what they must have these amazing meetings thinking what can we do now? What, what, <laughs> what can we do in that's what, better? What, what, like what are they missing? Um, watch OS, I think still hasn't got the third party watch faces. That's still so a massive what, thing, like, for me. Be, I can't believe they're not. I've said this a hundred million money. times since day one. Make money on watch they faces. They would make I a ton of money. I would pay too for a good Apple Watch face. Yeah. So what are they waiting for? Maybe I've that'll be it. a third-party introduction to watchOS. It, it's it's the only logical thing they can yeah, have that, that Wear OS already has. They've it, got it, an Samsung app store already have. for watch. They're going to have a watch face store for watch. Makes perfect well, sense. Why not? Do I well. don't know what else you can do. Like, yeah. we
0: play with a lot of smartwatches. Yeah, Apple's not lacking anything.
1: Like, I think there'll be more... They'll announce probably health features. They'll announce
0: that ECG's rolled out to more countries and all yes. those great things that have Including happened in Including Australia. we are still not available is yet. It, that's,
1: that's dropping shortly, but the, the next uh-huh. update, 7.4, I think it's going to be. That should drop within the next few weeks. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway.
0: You got information? You're privy to these things? Oh, you never know.
1: That's uh, Stephen's way of saying no, but no, I'm making it no, up. I don't, but I'm just <laughs> pretending I do now. Well, going by what happened in, in other countries, the the time frame we're coming up to it because I remember the previous seven point three had updates from Japan, Thailand. Philippines, Thailand, and they were their ECG was approved a couple of weeks before that from their relative okay. thing. So, yeah, oh. would you? Would yeah. you? A lot of people have asked about that. Actually, a lot of a lot of my readers. Yeah, no. Have said, oh, I get when, it a when's ECG coming? On? We um, watch
0: look. We'll do. We'll, we'll get the rumors. Will start to drop in the next yeah. few weeks about what coming to Mac mm. and uh, iPad. And, and what
1: what's Mac OS going to be called this time? You reckon Mac right. OS. I've never been out of Mac OS it. San Diego. <laughs> it's always a Californian thing. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah, but it's not. It's not a big name. It's normally a.
1: Yeah, it's e- like a like. What do they have? What do they had? Um, Yosemite and Yosemite. El Capitan. I, I don't know why they Yellowstone. Maybe there might be a stand. the series might have a copyright issue.
0: Mate, it's the National Park might have a copyright issue. Maybe. Over, yeah, over Stan. well, maybe. well Kevin Costa.
1: Kevin Costa might say, no, no. Yeah. You're
0: not doing that. Mate,
1: imagine if Tim Cook was a massive fan of Yellowstone, the, the show, imagine. and he said, we've got to do it. And, he's, and he said, we'll do it under one condition that I've got to make a cameo in the show. So Tim Cook's like an extra or something in the show in the background. let would that that be, be distracting. Tim Cook on a rodeo <laughs> horse <laughs> in a bar fight next yeah. to Kevin Costa.
0: With, uh, what's his name? Jimmy. <laughs> the kid that gets thrown around. Jim, Jimmy's Jimmy's <laughs> still in a cast, so Tim Cook comes ah, on. Yeah. What
1: do you reckon? Me become a wrangler, become yeah. a road, become a cowboy. we go. What are the girls called? Barrel. Where's he from? He's from Alabama. Is that sort of? Uh, is that? What do they ride horses in Alabama? I, I I just think we should stop. Yeah, because maybe,
0: we're probably going to end in a point that we don't want. Righto. But I personally don't see Tim Cook on on a right. fucking horse. But so
1: <laughs> so. Well, it started from the speculation about what the name's going to be, and it's always a, a Californian landmark. Yeah. So I don't know what that's going to be.
0: I'd never yeah. heard of any of the How about Mac OS ever?
1: Alcatraz? Would that be good? <laughs> and then and then people will <laughs> jailbreak it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or Mac OS Disneyland. Mac OS Anaheim.
0: I think the bigger question around naming of things is the next iPhone. I think it'll be iPhone 12S. Um. Because I think they'll try and skip thirteen. I still think thirteen's a bad number to so? have. Yeah.
1: Because what did they skip? Nine, eh? They skipped mm. nine. Wonder what that why why that was nine. Because they had did they have iOS uh, OS, I had iOS nine. Did they?
0: Yes. And they had iOS nine. I don't know. No, mate. I, 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 it's only ever been iOS ten. Yeah, for twenty years it's been iOS ten. Yeah, you know they're taking the mickey now with the number. <laughs> anyway, um, details of dubdub. Dub. If you are a developer, get in, sign up, get on. It's going to be a great virtual event. It always is.
1: Well, continuing the on the Apple on the Apple front there, uh, they did announce some another something else this week about repair a uh, repair program. And th- this is um, what they called it was out of warranty repairs, and by that it's like smash screens, and which is the most common repair on iPhone. Would you agree with that? Yeah, most common repair is a screen. Yep, and they, they announced the independent repair provider program. And they this is already expanded to other countries, but there are more than 200 countries, including Australia, are going to be included in this program, which gives. These repairers, so those little kiosks you see in shopping centres, larger repair stores, gives them the opportunity to receive free training, to receive the diagnostic tools, genuine parts and all of the skills to, to provide a genuine Apple part repair, replacement for customers, mm. and this is obviously Apple's very protective of its product. They want they want customers to get the best experience from yep. the product, yep. and this is a, a way to give the rep- the repairers. So it gives customers a chance to get genuine replacements and repairs in more places rather than having to go just to an Apple store. And,
0: and it's a it's a established program. So basically, as a repair business, you apply, and there's a, a six to eight week period of essentially legal documents back and forth. Yeah, you know, uh, approvals you Training. need to go through. Yeah. Um, no, and then there's training on top of that of the right. staff. So the business itself needs to be approved and and sign off on, on all the paperwork and contracts, and then the individual repairers need to be trained. and That's an online process. It's about six to, it's about six hours of, of general training, and then eight hours per product. So it's a decent bit of it's a decent whack of training, yep. um, just to repair one model. Um, but it's all free. Um, that's fine. And then the the company gets access to uh, official parts. It's, it reminds me of the ads uh, Repco would have about, you know, oil filters for your Toyota Corolla and then Toyota would have ads for Toyota Genuine Parts. It's like, yeah. dude, an oil filter is an oil filter, right? Yeah. But the idea is that these repairs are not hooked into the Apple thing uh, exclusively. They can still offer third-party batteries and screens and everything else, but they have to let people know that they're getting a third-party screen or an Apple screen or a third-party battery, whatever it is. And they have to, you know, obviously then there'll be a very clear differentiation in price. Um, so, I th- I, look, at a first glance, it looks great. It looks like yeah. a really good program that allows people to do the right thing. But, mate, on the EFGM podcast this week, I spoke to two repairers. Um, ben Nash, who runs a, a company called iFix Electronics on Central Coast. I've spoken to him for years about different things on the radio and stuff. He's very good. And he, like, there's no way he's doing it because he's like, dude, it's, it's just it's, it's too expensive. The amount of time, the amount of cost just people will never pay the extra because the the cost of an apple genuine part plus my labor just prices it
1: right out of the market people really? people will never pay for it okay um, and then- so that, that's the other issue the, the issue is the the non the third party p- parts and i i was under the impression up until this week that if you use the third party screen or another part that that voids the warranty, but that's not the case. No. The case is if you if the phone is damaged within the process of repairing it with a third party screen or part, that voids the warranty. Yeah. Or if the screen if the device doesn't perform to the level of of as as normal because of the third party part, that's voided your warranty as well. Yes. So that that's that's still so so the, your mate who offers third party because of it's a better cost. To the customer, cheaper cost to the customer, and to him. Mm. So, so he's saying that the genuine Apple part cost is much higher, much higher. And his labour is also it takes longer. No, he, no,
0: he's just saying the cost is is much higher, and there's just no value in it for them. Plus, right. The bigger issue is actually the the devil in the detail. Now, you know, Apple will will tell you that obviously they're also. Cracking down on you know counterfeit parts. Yeah. So parts that have an Apple logo on them, but aren't Apple—that's yeah. counterfeit, right? So okay. third-party parts and counterfeit parts are two different things. Yeah. Um, but I would get a sense from different repairers I've spoken to that maybe they don't know or don't deal directly with counterfeit parts, but they can't sign a contract that says they're not, and then yeah. that puts them in a in a really big legal hole if they do get caught with them. And yeah. why would you want to put the threat of you know bringing your business down? Ahead of just having genuine parts on offer, so yeah, I think what you'll get is this. Um, I don't want to call them backyard, but back there's a lot of people who do this. Just you know, that's their that's their job. They're a one man band. They yeah. don't even have a shop front. Those people won't sign up. The kiosk, the big kiosk in the middle of Westfield, they might. Yeah. But those side kiosks and stuff, there's no way they're signing up because yeah. that's just not the model. And but, you know, yeah. for a for iPhone seven or eight, mm. you know. No one gives a rats. They just want it fixed. It doesn't matter yeah. that it's a third party or a buddy yeah. counterfeit part, frankly. Yeah. Um, those people are never going back to Apple with that phone because it's broken. It broke yeah. and they know it
1: broke. Mm. But the, yeah, uh, and that's the thing to point out. the they, they did call them out of warranty repairs, which is basically your fault it broke. Yes. That, that's you've got to fix it. Um, so that, that's, in, in look in, and I'm going to touch wood now. In all the years I've had an iPhone, I've never broken a screen. Yeah. Have you ever broken a screen? No. Yeah. Like I can't like say it's the same
0: because the screen protectors always break on mine. Can't say the same. For screen my screen protector looks scratched, smacked in different places, but oh. it's just the screen protector. You
1: don't have a cover on the phone, mate. No, you just just have you dropped it? No. Oh. You just like having the just the bare the bare naked phone, bare eh? naked
0: phone, yeah. Yeah. I like it that one. I got this. I got that cover there, mate. Oh, good on you, mate. <laughs> bit
1: of an SF. But yeah, I, I don't know. I'm 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 a bit nervous not having a cover on my phone all right, because look, I, well I, I want prote- to because if you're dr- you're more likely let's face it to crack your screen without a cover on it. Oh, for sure. So having a cover on it at least gives you well, some. I'll form tell of you protection. the biggest problem
0: I've got is um I'm I'm testing a lot of MagSafe stuff right now and the mate unless you've got the Apple cover with MagSafe. Yeah, I know. So that I was going to ask you're you're about that. You're completely
1: screwed because you got well, the Belkin stuff. You are yeah. doing it as well. I've got them as well and. Any other non-MagSafe cover doesn't work. No, that's so right. So you've got to have an Apple's cover well, for MagSafe to work. No.
0: At this point, yes. Or they're, they're, no cover. Yes. So at this point, the only MagSafe covers are Apple. Yes. But there will – this is new still, right? It's only yeah. a few months old. There will be covers that come out with I, – I bet you OtterBox have a MagSafe cover in the future. Mm. They've just got to build those magnets into it, because what happens is it's kind of a, a set of pass-through magnets that allow them, yeah. allow it to clip on and pass the charge through. Because yeah. wireless charging still works through yeah. third-party cases, yeah. but MagSafe is both wireless charging and the clip-on. So, yes. I'm not so at the moment, Apple, third-party
1: cases just gives you the charge, not the magnet. It not, not the doesn't stick with the magnet. Yeah. So right.
0: you, you know, I have no doubt there will be MagSafe compatible, like logo authorized
1: yeah. cases that come. But, the Apple but they're not ha- available but the Apple, yet. But they've got to be licensed through Apple as well. They've got to get that so made anoth- for iPhone. It's another. It's another Apple f- pointing you into their their way of doing things for these cover manufacturers. But
0: that's cover manufacturers going. Do I want yeah. the business of people who are buying brand new phones and really cool Belkin you know, or other yeah. third party stands and stuff? Yes, they do. So they'll they'll implement it. Yeah, uh, that won't be a problem. Yeah, okay.
1: They've done it before. They'll yeah. do it again. So uh, yeah, on the repair front. I think what how do you think, I so think your, your your my, gut my summary is, is my summary is
2: not
0: everyone's gonna take it's it. a very smart move by Apple and yeah. it's 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 probably well um, overdue yeah. but I don't think the bulk of places you go to to get your phone repaired
1: are going to be offering Apple genuine parts okay but of the, the rare times I've had to like normally it's my kids who have broken a screen and before they had jobs and they'd broken a screen I'd always say to them Okay, it's going to cost a hundred bucks to fix the screen. I'll go. I'll pay half. You pay the other half, hmm. and that way they'd know they've got to be careful of the screen next time. Mm-hmm. And uh, that then it would always be a case of look, the the person would offer look, the genuine Apple screen is going to be a hundred ninety dollars. The third party will be hundred and ten dollars. And for them, it was the cheaper option was the one they always went for. Yeah, but I don't think everyone would want that. If it for me personally. I prefer to have an Apple genuine screen yeah. on my phone. I just, just I've just remembered
0: something. we were talking about that high cost and the third-party repairer with yeah. genuine parts. I think what Ben said to me was because of the price of the iPhone genuine part and his labour on top. Yeah, it worked out. It was going to end up being the same price as going to Apple and doing it, so people would just go to Apple. Yeah. and so the the point of a business yeah, outside of Apple same... is to
1: be price competitive, right? Well, yeah, I think it's more convenience too. Like if you don't, if you, the, your nearest Apple stores in in the city and you've got your local shopping center can do it. Yeah. That'd be attractive, wouldn't it? Well,
2: I, I think if, so. But if, I, if I
1: if I could get my screen repaired for two hundred bucks at East Gardens, or two hundred bucks in the city, guess where I'm going? I'm going
0: to East Gardens. To yeah,
1: do it. I think there's a lot of I people would, that do would that. go. I think I'd prefer to do it at Apple. Why? But if they're if they're trained repairers, isn't that the whole point for well, them that's to be what trained up? To
0: do is if they're going to spend money on the the marketing around that you know Apple authorized sort of yeah. kind of thing, then maybe it'll work beautifully.
1: So, and, and so there has to be some sort of signage, isn't it? They've got to say yeah. "Apple approved repairer."
0: Yeah, we or, need to know how to how to how to pick those things and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So, I, I yeah.
1: Bottom line, it's a great deal. I just don't think it's as big a deal as Apple think it is. Right. Okay. That's my point. Okay, well, you know what? This is something that our listeners and readers deal with every day: screens. They're on their devices, especially iPhone screens. Yeah, That'd that be. Not. I reckon. Would that be ninety percent of these businesses, the kiosks that in these stores? Would that screens, be ninety yeah, yeah. percent screens? Yeah. They might put screen protectors on some as well. Yeah. Case sell cases, but yeah. the screens would be the bread and butter.
0: Bread and butter. Yeah. Two blokes talking tech. Let us know what you think. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at Trevor Long at Stephen Fennec <laughs> And we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au for all your networking solutions. If you're uh, if you've got a lot of devices in your home, you've got uh, let's say you've got thirty or forty smart home devices, computers, Xboxes, TVs, you start to get to the point where a Wi-Fi network will get saturated by the traffic, and that's when you need to turn to Wi-Fi six because it's a more efficient Wi-Fi network, it's a more efficient Wi-Fi protocol and so many devices are now Wi-Fi 6 compatible plus your existing devices will then work around that and those newer devices. So Wi-Fi 6 products from Netgear are amazing and you'll find a range of them from the Nighthawk range right through to uh, to the Orbi range. So the Orbi Wi-Fi 6 is probably the, the ultimate solution for your home to give you mesh Wi-Fi which is Wi-Fi all throughout your home at the best speed possible from your modem um, without having to replace your modem from your eyes You just plug into the Orbi system into your existing modem, and a whole new Wi Fi network is created ready with the best range, speed, and Wi Fi 6 connectivity. You can find out all the details at netgear.com.au. I need to put my glasses on now because I need to read something. <laughs> I'm still not used to it. I just don't the glasses. Yeah, I just don't carry goggles, them around I, enough. I've got the goggles. With I me all the time now. Yeah. Just don't carry around enough. Yeah. So Facebook last night announced a couple of interesting things. Um, the first of which was some changes to their uh, their front end. So the way we interact with Facebook. Very simple, subtle stuff, but um, but nonetheless. Important to know, so I'll run you through what they are. Um, There's some changes that allow um, you to control what you share. So um, basically, uh, people have always, individuals have always been to say who can comment on this, who can see this post. You know, only me, friends, public, etc. So you can now show who can comment. So, you can say only friends and et cetera. And public profiles and pages like ours, we can say public or only pages we tag. So, if I, if for, let's say we put up the podcast and say, you know, Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick from techguide.com today on EFTM.com here, da da da, da, no one can comment except Trevor Long, Stephen Fennick, EFTM, and Tech Guide because we tagged each other, right? So, So you're limiting who can comment on a post. Okay. So, no one, apart from us,
1: we, no one else can comment. Yeah, which is a complete... Well, you mean com- uh, you mean us as the, who administrate, administrate the pages? Yes. Or people who follow our pages? So just the administrators can comment, not the people who are followers. That's right, yes. Right.
0: Okay. So it's a That's way of, let's say... highly restrictive. Let's say, well, it's possible on Twitter as well. You can do that now on Twitter. Only the people that are, in, are mentioned in the tweet can engage in the tweet, uh, no. can comment on is the that tweet. A, is that, how long has that been going on? Oh, a little while. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool, but you can, it only applies to the person who creates the tweet, not the people right. who down the side. So you say
1: you you tweet and you include me, Netgear, Arlo, all, all the companies. Only those people can so, comment. So you designate that. Yes. So no one else can comment who that is not mentioned. That's right. Okay. So Facebook's done the same thing, which essentially means
0: that a, a, a public profile can turn off comments. That's a, that's what they're saying here, but they're not saying it broadly. Right. They're just saying if you don't tag anyone, no one can comment. So what what's the point of this? Anti trolling. Right. So, you know, so just to reduce hate speech. Someone can put up a post without having the fear of someone trolling them through the comments. Okay. Um, I, I don't think that's that big a deal, but there is now a control what you see function. So you can actually now go into the, there's a filter for the news feed that allows you to rank the news feed chronologically. Right. So you're basically bypassing the algorithm. So there's now three ways to look at your news feed. The standard Facebook news feed, which is all algor- algorithmic and, you know, who knows what's going to be there. Yep. There's chronological, which is anything you follow and do but in order. And it comes in, yep. And then there's favourites, which is right. a, your way of going, these. this page and these things are favourites. I want to see that yep. stuff in this feed. So there's three feeds to choose from. Okay. I don't mind that. That's pretty cool. But the other one, this is what I do like. Um, when you look at an ad on Facebook, it says, "Why am I see-? there's three dots you click and you see, why am I seeing this? And it tells you why you saw that ad. That is also now applying to Facebook suggested content. So when they suggest a piece of content to you, yeah. or a page or something, it'll say why, so right. you can find out what they're seeing I, and I knowing often about get that. Yeah. I get
1: I get a lot of stuff now. Anything to do with Star Wars gets in my feed. Anything to do with astrophotography gets in my feed. Yeah. Anything to do with Souths gets in my feed. NRL. So that's pretty obvious why that's in my feed. Yeah. But um, so the the choices. What 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 would you prefer in your would you prefer t- uh, chronological? I think I would prefer chronological, but I think
0: I, I think I would realise how much of a task that is. I yeah. just don't don't think we realise how many people we follow. Yeah. So the other thing that happened last night was Nick Clegg, the vice president of global affairs on Facebook, published. I don't know where he published it. To be honest, it was just sent to me, but it's probably on their Facebook page. <laughs> um, an essay a 5000 word essay. Wow, that's a long essay. And I just picked two bits of it and that I've put at com, but it's like a detailed hit at the all the drama that Facebook's had. And I'll just I'll read you the the start of it here um, um, that the Atlantic described Facebook as a doomsday machine. This is what he's saying, a dude from Facebook. The Atlantic described doom, uh, Facebook as a doomsday machine. Um, the Netflix documentary, The Social Dilemma, the filmmakers imagine a digital control room where engineers press buttons and turn dials. Um, so he goes into all the things that have come out over recent weeks about Facebook and months. Um, and then he goes on for 5,000 words about that. And look, all I can do is tell you, the upshot that I took out of it was his his words are, we can't escape technology but we can control what we share and what we do and what we say on technology and and Facebook works hard to make it a good experience. And yep. the example I'll give you is, and I didn't know this, but he does mention this in this in this essay. Um, he mentions something about um, uh, website traffic and how, um, I'll read this too. When pages and groups repeatedly post some of these types of content to Facebook, like clickbait or misinformation, Facebook reduces the distribution of all the posts from those pages and groups. And this is very interesting, Stephen, listen to this. Where websites generate a disproportionate amount of their traffic from Facebook relative to the rest of the internet, which is often indicative of a pattern of posting more sensational or spammy content Facebook likewise demotes all the posts from pages run by those websites. So clickbaity stuff. Yes. Really? So you know those websites that are set up that are just image galleries you've got to click through because yeah. the image you wanted to see is never really there. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a sucker for them. Um, <laughs> yeah. If that's all they're doing and they're generating all this traffic through Facebook, like if 90% of their traffic to their website comes through Facebook, the, Facebook will just go, yeah, nah, you're not a real website. you really? I find that. So that's a See we think of the algorithm as being this thing where it controls what we see based on the content right but it's based on so much more like your traffic mm. like oh, I'd never thought about that it's a good al- it's a good mechanism like if I received I probably received 10 to 12% of my traffic through Facebook right if I was receiving 50% yeah. Facebook
1: would go dude what are you doing <laughs> you, you, something <laughs> going you on to, we're going we're going to demote you in the algorithm wow well, that, you know what that that'll be good for sites like yours and mine. If these other these other sites are getting this that sort of inflated attention, yeah, that might flow back to us. I mean,
0: what they're not saying this is new; they're just saying this is the way they do it, and right. they're trying to expose a bit more of what they do. And I think it does help kind of shape the conversation. Mm. In the end, you know, it, it, there's not exactly you know a summary here, but he does say the truth is machines have not taken over, but they are here to stay. We need to make our peace with them. A better understanding of the relationship between the user and the algorithm is in everyone's interest. Mm. People need to have confidence in the systems that are so integral to modern life. Um, The internet needs new rules for the road that that can command broad public consent. And tech companies need to know the parameters within which society is comfortable for them to operate. So they will give permission and continue to innovate. That starts with openness and transparency
1: and giving you more control. Yeah, I think Facebook's got a lot to answer for because because they've just been so influential. Yeah, the the internet is now Facebook is the internet. Yeah, and the internet is Facebook. There, they've got, you know, there's been things good and bad that have come out of it, like the trolling and the cyberbullying. bullying, and yeah. so Facebook's they're on the bad play, side. Played right? a role. They've played a role in that. That's bad, it? not good, right? Of course. So they've they've. It's good to see that they're they're, dis- they're having the discussion. Yeah, and I think... They're, they're, and they're being frank about themselves.
0: Yeah, and I think if, if someone with more time on their hands than me read through this in greater detail, you <laughs> would learn a lot more about Facebook's approach. And I think yeah. that that this is more transparent than I've ever seen from Facebook, and I acknowledge that, and I think so that's a great move.
1: this dude works for Facebook. Yeah, he's Why there. Why isn't Mark Zuckerberg saying this stuff? Well, I don't know. He's, Nick Clegg is their vice president
0: of global affairs. Right. I, I don't know, Zuck. I'd prefer Nick Clegg said it than... Um, yeah. Than Zuckerberg, frankly. Okay. Uh just, you know, sucks. No, I'm not a massive fan of the bloke
1: anymore. After what he pulled on us uh, with the news, better the news that, feeds, mate.
0: That and just generally,
1: I just, I just, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Have you seen the movie, The Social Network? Yeah. It's a great movie. Great movie. Written by Aaron Sorkin. Yes, mate, we've talked about it. Academy Award, he won for that. Good on him. Adapted screenplay. I prefer his work in the newsroom. Newsroom? West Wing, mate. West Wing's his... Yeah, I like that West newsroom. Wing, I tell you what, an, an, an underappreciated script of his is Steve Jobs, you know, the movie with Michael Fassbender yeah, that we saw we, together. We saw it together. Yeah. And uh, that was brilliantly done. And he sort of, he had three events. That's how it was sort of, rather than do a sort of cradle to grave biopic of Steve Jobs, mm. he, just, he just cherry-picked these three events and the stuff going on around them. And I thought that was very clever. So if you want to read that
0: full essay, um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's at nickclegg.medium.com. Okay. Nick Clegg, one word,.medium.com. He's a Great. former. Hang on, whoa, 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 whoa. Nick Clegg, Vice President of Global Affairs Facebook, former Deputy Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. Oh, I do not know that. He's got some credentials. Oh, there you go. Wow. Oh, bloke bats above his head. Kno- he knows probably. politics. Yeah, I think he knows what he's doing. But yeah. Yeah, if they if that's if that's the
1: start of Facebook's openness, I respect it. Well, that's good. It's, and, look, you know, I think we need that because. These platforms are so pro- figure so prominently in our lives now that it's good that they're having a, a a look inward, looking at themselves rather than how else they can make money and how else they can increase their, their the numbers of people who use their platforms. Yeah, protect I mean, the people that are already there is in, what I reckon. Yeah, true. And yeah. in the end, they are here to make money. Absolutely, so, of That's course, course they are. Their of course.
0: course. All right. You can read more about that at lefteam dot com and uh, other places on the interwebs. This is two blokes talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen
1: Fennec. Well the Olympics are not just around the corner but they're still calling them Tokyo 2020. Yeah well I think just, that's dumb just for tradition yeah that's dumb because it's got to be the same year. it's got to be every four years. That's dumb. Yeah, I, I don't mind that mate I don't mind it. Expo 2020
0: in Dubai yeah because they were marketing this thing heavily on billboards of the Formula One. Expo 2020 runs from December 21 through to October 22. Expo <laughs> that, 2020. That's
1: dumb. But No, did, mate, the same li- thing. They run did, it on, all, on a... Did, do you really think that calling yes, Tokyo 2021 yes, 2020 is, is good? Yes. That's dumb. it was meant to happen in 2020. It's like saying in, in 100 yeah. years we'll forget that there was a pandemic. Mate, we'll never forget this. Well, I know we won't, but it, it was meant to be... Tw- the 2020 Olympics was what Tokyo won to host. And that's what they're going to call it. That's what it is. Twenty twenty one. It doesn't work. Do you think that's just because so it's many of right. the posters are still already already printed. Probably yes. A lot of the merch. Exactly right. That's probably part of it. But anyway, I find it dumb. To in relation to that, uh, Asics have just unveiled their new high tech shoes, the Meta Speed shoes, and we both received a pair. I know, Trev. I put them a, on. Trev's a big runner. I, I went for a walk and a little jogging them the other yesterday. I put and them on and realised very quickly they were made for someone other than me. <laughs> like, it was like having springs on your feet, wasn't it? Did you feel you know the first spongy? thing I thought? What's that?
0: Jimmy looks good in these. Jimmy. Remember the shoes in Seinfeld?
1: <laughs> the when big... He, when he does the big yeah, the, the, the the leaps. bouncing, because they're
0: so soft yeah, and bouncy. All are. I could think of was the big leaps in, in Seinfeld. Yeah, on the, in, George, in is that the, the, the one George tried?
1: Yeah. with those funny shoes. Yeah, is that the one? The big. Yeah, with yeah. the big plates under. Didn't
0: Kramer wear them, and that's um, part of the reason. Well, was that a different episode where he got he got invited to the? Yeah, they thought he, he was, went to the uh, he, was handicapped. And he was wearing the
1: shoes and thought he was. Yeah, they thought he was handicapped. Yeah. Anyway, very <laughs> massive tangent we've gone off on there, but uh, the the meta speed and oh, look, Trevor I'm, likes the, a I'm, I'm fascinated with the technology behind this because. The the research they done and and the the launch was done through the they sent us VR headsets it was amazing the VR presentation mm. and then at the end of it they they announced the uh, these new shoes and there's a lot of engineering and research that's gone into it about how there's two types of runners and as you know tell me which type of runner you are need need not
2: there's there's two types of runners yeah. runners and not runners and not
1: runners yeah right in in the running world, if you're an elite runner, I have run. You're either yeah. I when when run, I said when I, I saw you run across the road the other day,
0: when when I saw, <laughs> when I, I said Harry, I'll race you home. Boom, off we go. Okay, I'll do great. that sometimes. That's good. Mate. Only from like ten minutes from the house. Okay.
1: Well, if you, you there's two if, types good, of runners. What good, are they? Good mate? working, good walking for them. Uh, there's a strider, mm-hmm. and there's a runner who's more a cadence runner. So a strider is someone who takes a longer stride, is airborne more so they're looking step. for more distance out of each step yeah each to each spring Whereas out a cadence of cadence runner is looking, cadence looking for more distance steps not not high off the ground more steps right so it, with this technology they've developed they can offer both the same runner the benefit so this this is a shoe that adapts oh, work to for both to the to the runner there's two models, and they both kind of have the same technology. One's meant for striders better than cadence, but this is meant to help them equally. So, Let me describe the shoe yeah. as I see it. Apart from the fact that it's bright orange, yeah, the base of it, the sole is very
0: thick. It seems yeah. thicker than normal in my book. Yep, um, and and but it's especially thick in the. In the middle. And what I mean by that is from, if you imagine, I'm sure there's a proper name for it, but the part of your your, your foot where the, where the toes start, from there all the way back to just before the edge of the heel, right, it's yeah. quite thick. And then there's yeah. a very, it's a very steep edge that goes up to the yeah. toes or the back of the foot. And it, yeah. it strikes me like a four-wheel drive. A four-wheel drive is rated on its approach and departure angle. So yeah. when you're driving a four-wheel drive, if there's a 40-degree hill, can your four wheel drive just drive up it, yeah. or, or will the bumper run off right? Because yeah. it's quite a quite a sharp. Yep. Yeah. So what happens is, I, I understand because of that that design, it yeah. kind of gives you. It actually gives you a push, like it's actually yeah. a more efficient
1: well, shoe. It's more sort of strike and then push off. They call it. They call it toe up, toe off. So you've got more responsive toe-off. So they've got the the um, FF Blast Turbo Cushioning, yep. which is one of the lightest and bounciest midsole foams that they've got. Okay. And that helps generate that compression and then the responsive toe-off. So you it know, gives this, you that spring. You
0: know what this strikes me as? It strikes me as the uh, full-length Speedo swimsuits the swim was using at Olympics,
1: which had to be banned, by yeah. the way. Yeah. But there's also in this a carbon plate that also gives a bit of propulsion. The curved sole design also helps sort of reduce ankle flexion. So it's all about being efficient, yeah. but giving him the bounce oh. That's what I found when I put them on. I felt like the roadrunner. Remember the roadrunner, yes. the coyote with the springs on his feet to try to oh, catch mate, a roadrunner? That's what it felt like.
0: Oh, I obviously am not in the shoe game, and I wear the same pair of shoes. I've got like two, two, two or three of them, right? Yeah. But my point is, apart from the Under Armour hovers, that's the only shoes I've dealt with in terms of technology because it's yeah. got the Bluetooth tracking involved. They've got the cadence yeah. tracking and stuff like that. This was the first time I'd seen the use of technology in the design of a shoe that clearly did more about the effect of the shoe on yeah. the desired outcome, which is running or marathons, yeah. um, as opposed to just comfort and and feel for the no, wearer. Do it, you know is, what I mean?
1: This was yeah. This isn't about or, yeah. They look nice, but it's more about the performance and how and how it's caters to a certain type of runner. Yeah. And there's an interesting stat that they gave and there were some people some athletes who tested this as well. The initial tests showed that like over the length of a marathon, which is a long way, the number of steps required to run a marathon uh, actually were reduced by yeah. 1.2%. That's you think staggering. of the number of steps you take, that's solid the and less I'm steps you taken. That's an efficiency gain for the yeah, athlete, absolutely. Right? Well, you're doing 1.2% less steps in in a competitive could, race if like you a could marathon, push yourself one point two percent harder. So that that could be the difference there. For but they also had in the testing. So that's what this, I mean about the
0: whole. You know what's going to happen in Tokyo? Yeah. Well, twenty twenty one. Well,
1: this coincides with them being the apparel. They've given them the uniforms but What I'm saying shoes,
0: is, does does someone wearing this actually have an advantage? And is that correct? Well, good luck.
1: The good luck Asics is an is an Australian company. They're international. No, company. but I'm saying you know yeah. Is that well, the yeah, way but, it should be? Uh, well. I think if there is, I don't know. I'm sure the Olympics isn't like Formula One, where everyone's got to have the same kind of parameters for their cars. Yeah,
0: but, but in the same way, yeah. the Mercedes have a much better car than has to, just yeah. amazingly better. Yeah. But they've got the same rules, right? But Mercedes push the boundaries. So okay. I would assume Asics have pushed the boundaries within the rules of the. But have to. They'd there's have nothing to. in. So this is a the thing. There's nothing. In the shoe that's propelling them along, it's just it's a the, different it's the foam material and yeah, the yeah. design of the foam and the yeah. way it's packaged that yeah. makes
1: it a better shoe. Well, there were two athletes who were testing this. Uh, there were uh, was Lisa Waitman, she's a long distance runner. She said that since trialing the ASIC shoes, she's achieved the fastest 10k time by wow. an Australian woman on Australian soil, so she's loving it. The other guy who tested it was a uh, Olympic hopeful. He's a triathlete, Jack Burst Whistle. Uh, that's his name. Yep. This is he said, or quoting, "This He's is the best a long. <laughs> this is the best long running, long distance race shoe of worn. It has the perfect blend of comfort and speed to keep me running faster for longer." But they are also the thinnest, yeah. They're airiest, so light. They're light. Lightest. Yeah, they're like a featherweight. Like yeah. what the hell? It's amazing. Yeah. This isn't this isn't the sort of kicks that Seinfeld would wear on his jeans. What are they worth? Three hundred and thirty bucks. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh. three hundred and thirty. What about Amanda? I just had them sitting in, at, at home, and she goes, "Where did you buy those?" And I said, "I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> Why would I buy a a pair of shoes? B a bright orange pair of shoes, yeah. babe." I, mean, I wore them the other on. day. I wore Have my, a think
1: about it. I went on my big walk with I don't them, know what I was, wear those with. It was spongy. It was great. What are we going to wear? Like, could I wear that? I'm, wearing, could, I'm wearing dark could, coloured clothes. it look could, like a, On jeans, it look alright. On jeans? Yeah, I, wear, I can wear my runners on jeans. I'm going to wear them on my jeans. I've already worn them out in public. Awesome. You know, is the key with them? Key, right? Hmm? Black socks. Don't wear white socks. Okay. So black socks sort of blends into it there. See how they're oh. black around the... around hmm. the What do you call the hole where your foot goes in? <laughs> that part? Yeah. <laughs> Where your, where your I want foot to know now. In, I want your, a pair of shoes. <laughs> where your foot goes in, the hole, that's black, and then it blends down into this bright witch's hat orange. Would, mm. you call it, would that be accurate? Witch's hat, the sort of that bright orange of a witch's hat? Is that what this is? That is mate, it's brighter than... It's brighter than a witch's hat. Yeah. But that's the trend now. Like, oh, There's a lot of Nikes you can buy that are, that are like that as well. But these, I'm, I'm impressed. And that photo of my cover photo, have you written this for te- EFGM yet? No, not yet, no. So that picture there... That was taken at the top of my driveway. I oh, well did done. I just did that. Uh, and the, this is the one. That's the That was the top of the, my driveway on the road. No, I I, I, I'll admit they're a good-looking shoe. Yeah, I, I like them. And, and, yeah, they're really bright orange, and, and people are going to immediately notice them. But And I'll be like, yeah, just training for Tokyo 2020. Yeah. <laughs> and i will be like, you've science. missed out. I'm like, it's, yeah. 20, it's happening in 2021. 2021.
2: Don't get me started. <laughs> you know, what are you training oh, for, Tokyo 2020?
1: Everyone's going to go, mate, that was last year. Yeah. It's a stupid thing to but, call but it, but also I mentioned too, it coincides with them. That just yesterday, they announced that they're the they've provided the uniforms for the athletes. I'm so excited. With for specials them. like science, like the science has gone into the clothing, so the the traps less sweat, and it's all really high tech clothing to get some as of that well. too,
0: Yeah, especially <laughs> if it's skin tight, because you know I love oh, showing yeah, off the curves of my exactly, body. Exactly. Yeah. Have they got a man boob version? Have...
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you're still not wearing a t-shirt yet, mate? All the no weight, way. You've, all the weight you've lost, you're not. No. You need to get surgery or anything, muddy. you I think good. that's the only <laughs> chance.
0: The only chance I'm going to wear a t-shirt. <laughs> what? Is if I there's two chances. One, oh. if I lose another 20 kilos, and even oh. then I'll have big saggy skin sacks. <laughs> and or some sort of surgery. Oh my god. It's not happening. Really? Okay. Definitely not. I'm a t-shirt man. I love t-shirts. No, well, you're very proud of your, your very muscular body. I good love on for you. I t-shirts. Man. Well done. Goodbye.
2: This is two blokes talking
1: tag. Two Blokes Talking Tech, uh, proudly sponsored by our good mates at Arlo. And you know what? Now's the right time to be thinking about your Arlo cameras because it's the Easter holiday break. And if you're going away for Easter uh, and you're looking for a quick and easy way to get a home security system installed without having to... Let me guess. Essential. Arlo Essential Spotlight Camera, correct. Yes, simply connects directly to your existing home Wi-Fi. And the advantage is installation's easy, direct-to-Wi-Fi solution, so there's no need to have a connected to a base station. You can out of the box connect it to Wi-Fi, and that you you'll be able to monitor your home. Really, a less complicated setup saves your time. You can spend your energy on preparing for your holidays. Uh, I've had the essential cameras in my place for a while. Uh, before before whenever I'm I'm traveling. When I used to travel, I always like to check in through the. Like yep. I was up on the Gold Coast recently, I was checking in on the cameras to check on the dogs and to see what was what parcels were on my front doorstep yep. uh, as just, well. Just you so want to
0: check the uh, the one at the front door there because about five minutes before you got home, I just left a message for you.
1: <laughs> Did you <Yeah. laughs> What on the camera? Well, there was or a the By
0: the way, there was a parcel delivered too. Oh, was it just yeah, it's, in, it's in the parcel man. In the in the. Well, just as I
1: pulled up, there was a. Oh, parcel so
0: in, the, in my little box. Yeah. yeah. Okay, great. And Thanks, then, mate. So you'll get the the parcel man walking out, and then me walking in and just waving.
1: With okay, one yeah, finger. I'll check that out, you idiot. Waving with one
0: finger at the camera. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, so uh, like I've recommended these to so many people and I recommended it to a friend and they said it was really easy to install. Five minutes, they were unpacked and connected to Wi-Fi and watching the camera feed on their mobile, they thought it was like a magic trick. It was awesome. Yeah, and they I think the,
0: the number one thing I always say about the Essentials is you buy the Arlo Essential, it's your, it's your get-started camera yeah. and it doesn't prevent you from adding multiple cameras, multiple Essentials, or going to a a base station style. So so if you own an Essential and then down the track you decide, I'm going to get a two-camera pro kit with the base station, the Essential plugs into that base station. It still works the same same
1: ecosystem. Yeah, awesome. Uh, If you want to find out more, visit Arlo.com to read more about Essential Spotlight Camera and how the Arlo cameras can help protect your property. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. So,
0: uh, scam calls. We've talked about these a fair bit, actually, yeah. uh, over the years. In fact, Telstra gave us some information. Telstra, yeah, but that was recently. just about Telstra, wasn't yes, it? Yes, but I found this staggering. Um, the Australian Communications and Media Authority, ACMA, ACMA. Um, released some data this week that said that they, had, uh, they were aware of... Um, fifty. I think it's fifty-five million calls being blocked since December, when the new regulations, the new code around scam calls and such, had been put in place. Um, Eleven million of those were the the scams they call them Wingari, where you get a quick phone call, it's missed number, you call it back, and that's a premium number. The others were spoofed numbers, where you know people just being scammed. But mate, I did the numbers, you know, broadly three months fifty five million calls. That's six hundred thousand calls a day. That are Staggering. now being blocked. Yeah. Like and there's still calls coming through. Yeah. But six hundred thousand a day being blocked. It's a massive credit to the telcos for getting together and doing it right. Yeah. It's also a slight on the telcos for not doing it themselves first. They needed to be kind of pushed, but that's okay. Yeah. We'll move on from that. It's a good story in the end. And,
1: mate, the number just blows my mind. Can you just imagine, though, like you, scam calls like spam. It's a numbers game. Yeah. You, the more you do, the better chance for success. And even even if they get like a 0.5% mate, b- return, Hit rate, yeah. it's, it's massive. So... That's the reason why it's just so prevalent. And now with robocalls and all these other things going on, the 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 number of people who know, yeah, they, they are a very small number of people, but it's still lucrative. That's no, why they keep doing it. And yeah. Unfortunately, to I, I often get asked the question, "How do I stop getting spam? How do I stop getting scam calls?" The answer is, don't have a phone number and don't have an email address. It's unfortunate. Yeah. That's how it's what's because you know what the scam calls, especially to your mobile. They don't think they've got a phone book saying, "Oh, let's ring Trevor Long today." No. It's randomly generated numbers. You type in a random, what is it, 04, whatever nine digit code, whatever it is, nine digits, ten yep. digits. You're going to get someone answering the phone. Yeah. If you dive in O four one two, What and Andy
0: used to do. Used to have a yeah. uh, skit on their radio show where <laughs> they would call a random number yeah. and they would try and you know uh, get to know the person, pretend they knew the person, all this kind of yeah. stuff. The, the random you can call random you numbers. Can. You can. I mean, when I was a kid, you'd ring a number and go, G'day, is your fridge running? <laughs> you better go get it. You better go and get it. <laughs> it's Mr. Wall he's, there. It's Mr. <laughs> Mrs. Wall there. Well, what's holding up the roof?
1: Yeah, God, that were the days, eh?
0: Hey, did you used to do that,
1: mate? The yeah, prank calls? On? Absolutely.
0: Yeah. In our um, community Facebook group, one of the local businesses um, got in and goes, Oh, we're getting all these prank calls. And, like, it's, it's a drama because it's a lot of calls now. Um, but they were, you know, appealing. Prank appealing, calls, not scam calls. Prank calls. Prank calls. Literally, yeah. local kids calling right, and and pranking right. them. And it's like, so my thing is, yeah, that's that's crap. You shouldn't be calling one business and targeting them. But I don't have a
1: problem with a prank call. Yeah, it's funny. As long as if, it, if not, it, so if there's a
0: difference, let me be very clear, there's a difference between a prank call and a nuisance call. A nuisance call yeah. is dragging you along and taking you down the chain. A prank call is a funny gag that's yeah, initiated and executed in seconds, quickly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It should leave you hanging up going, you bloody little Or, smart, that's your smart little Oh, i got you. That's a good one. Yeah, You know? Yeah. But you've got to remember that the, this code came in at the end of 2020. Over $48 million was scammed. In phone scams alone,
1: yeah, just phones that, that's and, and phone scam text and online and sorry, anything, forty-eight you
0: know? million um, were, were were scam calls, and scam calls make up forty-eight percent of
1: all scams. Amazing, but the uh, you know you you every, everyone gets them like you get them on your you get them on your home phone on your mobile phone now, and yep. you know the other thing too they do they do the um, they ring you from an overseas number yes and hang up. And what that is, and is that sort of think, oh, what, what could this be? Yeah, and people ring so back. If the you number. ring back, that's a premium number, and it costs you money. Yeah, but, but yeah, that not, but also justifies that your number's real as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, so I, people I, who answer their phone, and you know what, the unfortunate thing is, these bludgers, they have these spoofing. They can spoof a number. I get a lot of Melbourne number calls. Yeah, like, and it's just nothing. And but then that, you go now you they've you go, got Hello? Your Yeah, and they think okay that that number's real. They will tick that box. So yeah. they they even if you're not scammed, they've still got your bloody number, haven't they? So I want
0: to give credit to and it may take me too long to find this I saw it in the man cave the other day Um, I love I'll be honest I learn a lot from my audience who kind of have their own conversations in the in the Facebook group the man cave and well maybe it was on the on the page hang on let me look Um, so we put up this story about the um, about the scam calls and I had a lady comment saying that she just doesn't get scam calls anymore I'm like Oh, wow. How's that? Well, get this. And she's, I have heard of this product. disconnected a phone? <laughs> no, I've heard of this product but never looked into it properly. Yeah. Um, and i found the thread now, so it's just bear with me. Now, here we are. Uh, I've got it. I'm just, I swear it's close.
1: Facebook. Trev, Trev checking his Facebook pages. is riveting podcast It's material. great podcast it, material. But I'm
0: telling you, I can't find the body thing. The thing was, this woman said that she doesn't get bugger all or any, because she had installed a Telstra Guardian phone. Okay. Now, I'd never... I'm sure I've heard of it, but I've never um, tested it. Um, Here it is. Vera. Good on you, Vera. Vera, we've stopped all scam calls to our house since we installed the Telstra Guardian phone. It's brilliant. I got it on Telstra Plus points and are so happy that we can eat our dinner in peace. The only people... Only the people you add to a VIP list can call through directly... Otherwise, every call is screened and the caller must announce their name. You're then given the option to allow the call through or just disconnect it. Scammers never announce their name, so the phone stays nice and quiet. If wow. it rings, you know it's a genuine call. Very nice. That's, That's been around the... for a while, I think,
1: the Guardian. But
0: I mean, I think the yeah. problem is it's a landline phone, right? So yeah. not enough people, have, people have, have a landline, landline, landline phone yeah, right. yeah, wow. But maybe. Yeah. So let, let's, let's think of it this way.
1: If they could would, do that for mobile. Would you accept that as a feature on your mobile? Yep. So if you if a scam call is trying to ring you and they're not prepared to announce their name, then you don't get the call.
0: So here's how That's I... That's great. My problem is I I'd probably do well at it because I save a lot of numbers. Like I save every number. Yep. And I'll give you a tip, and this is not just for you, but this is for anyone listening. What I do is maybe on a Friday night, but try try and do it once a week, I scroll through all of my calls, my call log, and I go... Can I identify that number? Can I, do I remember who that was? Or I look it up in my email, and if I can identify it, I save it. Yeah. I try and save every every call I get from someone I know,
1: I mm. save it. But your phone also, when your iPhone, you're getting a call from a blank number, if that number appears in an email, it says that maybe, maybe it's that person, Correct. which is really good.
0: So let me ask this. Maybe it's actually an iOS thing or an Android thing. Maybe it's not a telco thing, because here's my problem with it being a telco thing. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about this. Maybe if I'm a Telstra customer, Telstra have this technology in the Guardian phone, right? Call comes through. Telstra doesn't have my contacts. I've got 11,000, 12,000 contacts in my address book, yeah. right? I've, if I've got to share those with Telstra, I think that's a that's a roadblock. I'm probably not going to want to put them in the cloud or something, right? Yeah. Um, so they don't know whether I've got the contact, right. right? So at the network level, it's harder. But at the phone level, yeah. if if what I want the option of doing is saying, obviously, I can block calls now, good, yeah. Um, I want to accept any call from anyone who's in my contact list, not just marked as a favourite. Because you yep. can do that. You can say, you know, do not disturb except for favourites and stuff. Yep. But every other call, what I want is a, is a system that allows them to, as you say, announce themselves
1: yep. and then yeah. it comes through. It's like going to, if you sort of go on to see someone in... Where there's a doorman in the building, you're going to say, "Okay, well, no one goes up unless you're announced." You know, when George tries to go see what's the yeah. boss of the network, yeah, he goes, oh, all visitors are announced. Maybe,
0: maybe it's getting harder because it's a voice thing. Maybe it is because you're it's a it's a tick box in an iPhone. So every iPhone has a box that says, um, "Are you prepared to be part of the anti-spam database?" Yeah. You know,
1: so you tick a box, and and what it allows Apple to do is is show your name. But how, what's to stop a scammer? Say they see, I don't know, it takes a bit of research, I guess, to do this, but what, what's to stop, say I'm a scammer and I'm trying to call, scam you and I know you're mates with Stephen Fennec. What's to stop a scammer saying, oh, my name's Stephen Fennec? No, no, but I'm saying, so it's it's It's
0: It's on. It's on. It's in iMessage, right? It's, it's yeah, a FaceTime right. registration okay. thing. You tick a box. Right. The phone number's only registered to one person right. or one okay. account. Yeah, true, true. They've okay. got to have an, and if they get marked as a scammer, be better, they yeah. lose their I, 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 I Apple ID account.
1: Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, mate, there's got to be, I'm surprised you, maybe, there hasn't been some kind of technology to wipe this out.
0: I, I'm I'm suggesting this as an iOS feature now because yeah. you think about it, uh, I'm trying to think about calls. So here's a random call I got this morning. I'm just going to hit message. Was, and that, it, off your, it's, was it's, that off
1: your, your app you were using today, mate? This, what, no, this off? is
0: the bloke I was, what are you talking <laughs> about? Oh, shut up. Yeah, this is the bloke I was meeting this morning, but okay. I, haven't, I haven't saved his number yet. Yeah. Because we've been emailing, I
1: haven't actually got his number yet. Right. So, we're so just, chatting, <laughs> you were chatting online first before you met up in person? Is that right or...? <laughs> now you know what I'm talking about, you idiot. <laughs>
0: okay. Anyway, so my point it's is, all innocent, because it's a dream? blue message, I know he's got he's an iMessage, iPhone. right? Yes. So he's got iPhone, he's got iMessage, yes. and he's got an Apple ID. Yep. So why can't he tick a box that says, I'm willing to share my name with all people I call? Yep. And so it's just it, always it, going to show the but, name. But does because it, then
1: I can say... Everything that is not identified goes to voicemail. Yeah, but the other problem is that a lot of the phones are coming from landlines, though. The scam caller is not coming from a mobile; it's from Fine. a landline. Yeah, so block all those. Yeah, it's
2: a block landline. Them all. Block well, How them
1: though? Them. It's So like someone from a rings you from their home phone. If it's,
0: well,
2: this how is my are they point. Do that.
0: If, if I'm that annoyed, or I want to really rationalise my phone usage, yeah. I'm happy for Apple to say we're going we're gonna to send everything to voicemail that isn't in your contacts or an Apple ID identified caller. Yeah.
1: I'd, I could live with that.
0: So if my dentist rings, so I haven't saved their number, yeah, they're just going to go to voicemail. Yeah, fine, I don't care, whatever. Okay, leave a voicemail. That's
1: that's fair. Drop that in the suggestion box at WWDC this year.
0: I'm, I'm excited about well, this. I reckon. I think well, it could work. I'm not telling you, it, like, it's, it's not just, a third party application because no, it's no. too hard to integrate maybe, fully maybe. into the So phone. you reckon it's device level, not it's, network level? Yes, it's got it, but, but, but there has to
1: be some network level involved with there, mate.
0: No, not at all. Network doesn't need to know about it. Because, because the, the network doesn't know who ru- I know, they're routing the calls. Though, but the they're... network doesn't know who I know, so they don't know who I want to see calls from. Yeah, I'm saying less. It's less an anti scam thing, more yeah. just a, a filtering of your phone thing.
2: Yeah, true. But it
1: does help with anti scam. Yeah. Well, if if you know if you, that's a half the problem is that they imitate numbers that look like num mobile numbers, Australian mobile numbers, and you're you've got a tendency to answer that call. Yeah, I know some people have a policy. Look, if they're not in my contacts, I'm not answer the call. Mm-hmm. They just let it go to voicemail but i answer calls that have that i don't in my contacts who knows who that could be but that that's it's fair to say too that we probably what 90% of calls made are on mobile phones nowadays would yeah. that be fair yeah around that and we know that High like number. 40 50% of them are
0: on on iPhones yeah, yeah. so if well, again it would be better if google and apple worked together like they did on the contact tracing on an anti scam anti spam thing yeah that worked together on a device
1: level you know yeah authentication of callers. I think I'm so surprised there isn't something done already to sort this out. I'll, well, I'll, this is the That could be iOS 15. That look, could be something. Let me put it to you this way. Every phone number has a name. Yeah.
0: It's, every yeah. phone has a name. We'll Whether it's a of, company or a person. It's associated with a person or a company. E- every yeah. phone number has... So yeah. what, what I'm saying here is I don't want to publish... I don't want it to be that I can people can reverse look up. They can't just yeah. go, Trevor Long, I want to phone them. Yeah, But because the devices can have a known database yeah. if people register yeah. then why can't we we why can't we stop seeing numbers why are we, why are we still seeing numbers when someone rings it should just say their name now I've had this, there's an app called Sync Me I've used. It's yeah. it's a very good app, but I've no doubt privacy wise it's an absolute outrage because you essentially I go, I want to upload all my contacts, my LinkedIn, everything. It it searches <laughs> everything.
2: Yeah. And
0: so because so because tens of thousands of people have the app and use the app, it very it it's very good at looking up phone numbers. So here's how it works. I don't have it installed right now, but you copy a phone number and if you've copied a phone number into your clipboard, you go across to the to the widgets and there's a sync me widget, it'll show you whose number it is. Okay. If if it knows that if that person is known to it, not right. because they've got the app, but because they've been involved in a network of people who know them, right? I'll know broadly who it is. Okay. So it's possible. I think There's it could no be done better.
1: Nowhere to hide from Trevor Long. I think it could be done better. I That's agree, what I'm mate. Saying. I, I'm surprised that these big companies haven't taken that on board as being uh, the standout. Well, you heard sort of it here feature. first.
0: iOS 16 probably won't be this year. <laughs> Two blokes talking tech.
1: Well just to finish off very quickly uh, the Boost Mobile are added again oh, it's with a their value added show isn't it Sorry I've just yeah. looked at the clock Yes <laughs> refurbished products from Boost Mobile yep. more Apple products have been announced available through Coles right now uh, they've already had iPhones in the past now the latest is an iPhone 7 for under 200 bucks but they've also expanded to an Apple Watch so Apple Watch to so the Apple Watch is going to be
0: Coles it's going to be on the Boost website
1: right Is that right I thought it was all through Coles
0: no, I'm pretty sh- yeah. pretty sure this is all for the Boost Mobile
1: website. Refurbished. Yeah, there is yeah. refurbed, That's right. I've, I've had that link on my site, but the point is that Refurbed goes beyond iPhone. It's yeah. Apple Watch now, and many many and iPads. iPads as well. And we're talking from two forty nine for iPads and Apple Watches, which is, you know, if if you, you don't want to buy you don't want to buy a brand new Apple Watch, you don't want to buy a brand new iPad. Maybe you want to buy one for your child. iPad Air two hundred and thirty
0: nine bucks. Yeah, oh, that's crazy good.
1: That's the older iPad here, though, but still. It doesn't matter. It's It's got got retina display. This is
0: This is the perfect device for people still running an iPad 2. Lots of people still having that. They're starting to get a problem because the iOS aren't updating, apps aren't updating. But they can't afford a $400
1: iPad. There's a $239 iPad. Someone commented, said, is it worth buying a refurbished iPhone? Or said, well, through Boost, you're getting 30-day money back satisfaction guarantee. 12-month warranty. 12-month warranty. It's been through a 72-point check so you're getting something that's going to work and that you're protected with a warranty. Mm. So I think if you want an iPhone, you can't afford the brand new 12 or an 11, then I think this is an ideal choice through Boost Mobile. And we did have a lovely message on Twitter from one of our readers saying that I'm glad that you told us about Boost because they've now yeah. they've they've sorted out their family's data problems and the guys are very, very happy yeah, with yeah. the service. I switched
0: yeah. to Boost yesterday. Um, So, look, a full, so yes, boost, uh, .boost refurbished.boost.com.au, and there's a whole range of options there. But, um, so full disclosure, I switched to Optus last week, I think, um, because I wanted to check out their network and the 5G and stuff. Um, Their 5G's good, I found a few spots with it just randomly, I wasn't seeking it out, but I just came across it randomly. Did you have 5G at home with Optus? Speeds, no. Speeds look good and everything. Good. But... (laughs) <laughs> but um, there's no way it's as in many places now. I'm I'm not the everywhere man, but in my driving and my testing, yeah. I was seeing Telstra way more right. than I was seeing Optus. But most importantly, I, I had too many dropouts over the last week of, on Optus. Yeah, five G. So for, f- no, no, just 4G, on Optus. Optus. I see, I'm seeing three G a lot. I yeah. was seeing three G a lot. And, had, at, and at home, yeah, it was just not. So I've, obviously I obviously was with Vodafone for years. I was with Telstra for six or eight months. Um, I was with Optus for a week. I had to ditch it. Now, that's not a slant on the Optus network. It's just my home. If, you, right. if it's not at your home... Mate, I, I had I, my similar my, issue here. I dropped out on, on 6PR twice.
1: So I'm like, that's wow. it. I'm out. I had okay. to go. So I switched yeah. the next day. So I, I had... Uh, I was an Optus customer too, and I was in a, my, my Where we are now mm. was an Optus black spot. Like, I remember years ago ringing Optus because I was working for News Limited at the time, yeah. and their corporate account was with Optus, right? Yeah. So my word number was an Optus number. Yeah. And... Um, I remember ringing up Optus and they said, oh, Mr. Fenwick, you appear to live in a black spot. I said, no, <laughs> tell me something. I don't know, mate. That's why I'm ringing you. problem was that I was sort of equidistant from two towers yeah. and it was yeah. bouncing, didn't, couldn't decide which tower. Um, I think it's improved recently with 4G and now 5G, yeah, yeah. But, but I've been with Telstra now since last year lo- yeah. and um, I haven't had a problem.
0: Mate, so porting to Optus was a bit of a nightmare, but that was so partly... So did the e-sim. Yeah, so that was, but that was partly because I already had an Optus account registered. Yeah, but it was it was a nightmare to fix. But anyway, right. I did I did persevere and got it done. Okay. Let me tell you, so last so you've ditched the it was, I had to it ditch them, was just a
1: month to month thing you had.
0: Well, I signed a postpaid ready to go. A yeah, month to month. I'm not signing contracts with anyone. Yeah. I would never recommend a contract to anyone no, ever.
1: Well, that one does that anymore, do they? No. Well, they
0: do though. They're signing contracts because they want devices, but that's a whole other yeah, deal. Okay. But um mate, I started I put the SIM boost SIM in, got the text messages, all that stuff 10 minutes later. It was fully operational. It took six minutes for wow. my number to, to work. It was nice. brilliant. Such a quick switch. But 4G only,
1: but hey, 4G, need, no 5G yet. No. What I did you say you don't need 5G? I don't need 5G. How many times have you lauded that over me that you got 5G in Just your house? Just because it's a great thing to laud over you. And now that you think, I don't need 5G. What
0: the hell do I need yeah. 5G? Oh, mate, Probably I enough. did a speed test at home. I was getting 190 with boost on 4G. Yeah, wow. 190. What do I need more than 190 for? And so this for? is
1: prepaid. So you've got a prepaid system. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, how many data? How much data you got? Um,
0: it's an introductory plan of three gig. Three gig. You you waste that in twenty minutes. It's only seven days. So yeah. Oh well. Oh, so seven day up. sim. That's it. Seven yeah, days. Because it's when you get a sim, so if yeah. you buy one of these refurbished phones and stuff, yeah. they come with yeah, a know, sim yeah. that gives you like seven days. Or, or and more. the I think the
1: iPad comes with an even bigger with, with yeah. more data on it. Yeah.
0: So um, on four G here with boost. You know, Does it say Boost or Telstra? No, it says Telstra. Let me tell you this. This yeah. is what I've learnt. Yeah. It's Telstra, mate. I logged in with my Telstra ID. Yeah, that's good. The Boost app, I logged in with my Telstra Boost, ID.
1: Boost are pretty solid there with Telstra, haven't they? With, uh, that. And who else is on Telstra? Aldi, are they? Aldi. Is Aldi? Yeah, is but mate, it?
0: as peter addison will say cuz i've seen him on twitter respond to a few people i've yeah. mentioned it to he cuz someone I, last night was going i'm switching to belong and he goes belong and he's like it's the same it's boosters on telstra he goes telstra we've got the whole network
1: boost, i don't know what that means belong has says that or boost says that boost says they they got, the, got the whole network they're a bigger
0: deal than, than even than belong. belong yeah right. I don't belong's
1: know. owned by telstra isn't it i think so belong's yeah. owned by telstra yeah
0: oh, mate there's a lot to unpack there yeah. but anyway but the
1: on. other story i think um, coming up for them is that Boost will eventually have an eSIM as well yeah, and Belong also. I understand there was testing. And
0: there's no doubt that Boost and Belong will get 5G before Aldi and Woolworths and others as well too. Of course. Yeah, of course. Because that's the way it works. Yes. All right. um, Value added there. Show for you today. Um, Solid. uh, We'll be back next week during the school holidays. Stephen, do you know it's school holidays? You don't have any kids at school?
1: Oh, I do, actually. Well, my wife's a teacher, mate, oh, so that's she, true. I do yeah. know when school holidays yeah. are on, so she's, she'll be at home a lot more often in the yeah. next couple of weeks. You're going to
0: be home all weekend too, aren't you? <laughs> exactly right. Hello. Hello. <laughs>
2: this is Two Blokes Talking Tech.